You are now listening to the Open Canvas. <laughs> really go for it! Go for it! Go for it! You were waiting it. for that. Right? Yeah, yeah. You saw that coming. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Open Canvas. This is Taj Alexander. I'm here with two very special guests. Uh, actually, in Toronto right now. For those who who don't know, you know, I also just want to say, even before I get started, um, uh, you've been very, very helpful. You know, with me. You know, even prior to me coming to Toronto. Yeah. Um, you know, just in terms of like staying in communication and sort of making sure that you know I had everything taken care of, and mm-hmm. you know, I really appreciate that and you know I really you know respect just the the warm welcome that I've received from being here uh you know I really appreciate you know how, how people have just been very very open and willing to sort of you know talk with me and and you know share their experience and you know I value that a lot so before I even introduce you I just want to say thank you <laughs> no you know? problem yeah and, and like when I travel like it's it's hard for me to navigate on my own even though like we speak English here like, yeah. it's not a language barrier like I get how it feels to, like it's easier if someone can help you you know Mm. find your way around but like you found your way around more than like, <laughs> you know more about toronto now than i do like i feel he's like telling me about like rasta pasta and like oh wow you're you're really yeah i'm getting into it you know yeah, yeah yeah how is rasta pasta is it good it's actually yo you haven't had it i haven't had it oh wow we don't live in toronto yo, I, no, we don't do anything nah it's all good but but yeah I, I just really appreciate you know just just even like coming here like i felt like you know really comfortable and i feel very welcomed here so yeah. so i'd like to thank you you guys and thank toronto in general just for for having me um so without any further ado uh please you know both introduce yourselves my name is lull i am a graphic designer and yeah that's literally about it hey and i'm anna i'm i'm an artist i guess like multidisciplinary artist and uh educator teach kids mm. oh yeah i forgot about that yeah, the yeah. children we're here for them yeah right. she teaches kids too that's <laughs> right that's right yeah well thank you both for being on the open canvas i appreciate it you no know that's for having us yeah. yeah absolutely and i feel like this was like supposed to happen you know like we were just recognizing we sort of had a lot of the same perspective on like me being in new york city and you being in toronto this conversation needs to happen you know mm-hmm. i think people need to see that people people like us in our cities are actually like doing really good things and actually yeah. like creating and connecting with each other you know i feel like we're, we're living in a more connected world now more than ever so so why not use that for for the better and like you know support each other so yeah yeah, yeah. so before we even get started like can you explain for those who don't know where we're at in toronto specifically mm-hmm. and then how you guys both know each other well like um to add on to what you're saying before mm-hmm. like i feel like everyone has their own purpose but it's hard to find creatives who have have purposes that align yeah yeah like to the core you know what i mean mm-hmm. right yeah so where are we specifically in in the city um we are in jane and finch and for those of you who don't know where jane and finch is located it's north york of ontario doesn't sound as cool as like brooklyn <laughs> new york, or like in ontario um this area has a lot of like controversy around it hmm. because um, the the population is high density of people of color, especially immigrants. We're stereotyped a lot hmm. by being um, like dangerous or mm-hmm. um, just not like whatever they expect us to be. We get the bad end. Like if there is <clears throat> a shooting that happens like far from here. Mm-hmm because we're the closest intersection to that area we yeah. will get the blame for it yeah so then we get the stigma of being like um no good people who drop out mm-hmm. or um just people of color who always have attitude problems or just like 
um, just kids who don't have future for themselves, which mm. I don't believe I feel like because we grew up in so much diversity and culture, our area specifically comes with so much acceptance and so much things to offer and so much perspectives to offer, you know, even like, yeah. yeah, even if you talk to the little kids now, like 12 years old, they'll tell you about yourself and they'll tell you about themselves, <laughs> but like yeah. in a way where they know who they are mm. and they mm. know what their qualities bring to the table and such yeah. like self-awareness in a different mm. level, like life experience wise. Jenna wow. Finch, I'd say is one of the most stigmatized neighborhoods in Toronto. Really? Yeah. 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 Just cause a lot of, it's not, it's not uh, like one particular thing. It like, there are different aspects of uh, this neighborhood in different places in Toronto, but it's when something happens in Jenna Finch, it's just like, yeah. it's stigmatized differently than yeah. in like, even my own neighborhood. Hmm. If the same thing could happen, it would be more stigmatized in Jenna Finch than it would ever be in my own. Really? Yeah. It's different here. Really? We have like um, a history of gangs, mm-hmm. Bloods and Crips here. Mm-hmm. It's not as dominant as in America, I would say, mm-hmm. but um, it's gotten a lot better over the 10 years. But I think we're just stuck with that stigma now mm-hmm. of gun violence. Mm-hmm. It's also a lot bigger, too. Like, it's quite a big neighborhood. Yeah, it goes pretty far. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, the way we dress, our dialect is very different, too. So there's going to be natural assumptions to it. Mm-hmm. I even told um, one of my American friends um, to search my neighborhood because, like, people make jokes like when I was in LA they're like uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember. Toronto has like zero percent crime rate and like stuff like that which like stuff happens but compare in contrast to like the world it's not as bad mm-hmm. but there are areas where it's it can get pretty dark and if you google our neighborhood like um the first thing that pops up which is like kind of sad is that it's one of the most dangerous neighborhoods for kids to live in mm any immigrant who's coming to Toronto like tries to stay away from that you know mm. even people back home has their own stigma about our area mm. yeah yeah yeah, really? yeah really so so in regards to the different communities that are represented here because that's something that I have noticed is just the diversity mm-hmm. um, like even being from New York City <laughs> like that which is a diverse place I feel like the diversity is like just as vibrant here if not even more so in a lot of different ways so like in terms of the different communities and and like immigrant community specifically here like who, who do you who do you feel is represented uh, mostly in Toronto depends where you go yeah tell yeah me, tell it really, it really break depends. it down break it down it um okay uh, it's because <laughs> diversity in toronto is such a thing for me yeah um i think if you like something like jen and finch you have uh you have a whole loads of different communities you have uh south asian you have caribbean you have african you have asian uh there's italian somewhere around here too yeah, i don't know am I, missing, yeah, right? <laughs> am I missing anybody like, uh, <laughs> no no right and then uh it really depends on uh certain neighborhoods a lot of the neighborhoods especially when you come northwest of the city that yeah. it is quite diverse yeah um, different neighborhoods have a larger diversity of like particular groups like my neighborhood mm-hmm. is it's still quite racialized but it's known as being a very Somali neighborhood mm-hmm. um, and what neighborhood is that? that I'm from West St. Lawrence okay so yeah. if you yeah it's it's super Somali there we're everywhere mm-hmm. um, but even within that you still have South Asians uh, different parts of Africa you have some West Africans thrown in some other East um, so it really depends I think where you you always find diversity and um, so you'll find it in Northwest of the city in a lot of the west end and then you'll kind of you tend to see less diversity once you go different parts mm. downtown mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i think that really ties into class yeah right yeah 
so once you go to some more affluent neighborhoods like Rosedale you lose that sense of diversity mm. once you go um, there's a North Etobicoke which is like a district in Toronto and then there's South Etobicoke there's a stark difference in terms of uh, diversity between that yeah Etobicoke really, is huge yeah Etobicoke is huge like right? one end would be like a lot of minorities but wow. the mm-hmm. other end would be like just affluent families and mm-hmm. yeah. people yeah. with dogs and bikes you can leave them <laughs> out on the street yeah, it's so different right. no one will take your bike yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. god yeah it's, so there's that stark difference as well right so even though Toronto is incredibly diverse but I find that diversity is really correlated to class as mm. well right and mm. it's not it's not to say every neighborhood but majority of the neighborhoods with the exception of something like Queen Street West right. which is just where everybody is Yeah. but I don't know what do you think well I was talking to um, Taj a little bit about this like even though we are diverse I feel like most well it's like an assumption but like most cities are even though no matter how diverse you are most people just stick with their own kind mm. so even when we're walking through the mall um, we'll see like Asians with their own or blacks with their mm-hmm. own like they're they rarely not rarely but not a lot of them mingle majority of them stick to their own kind mm. so we're diverse but we're not like integrated we're not like multiculturally like you know yeah mixed. that's true mm. that's true i see what you're saying mm-hmm. yeah so for for you guys like how did you guys meet okay uh so we met in undergrad mm-hmm. right i think thir- third year i think it was like yeah comics yeah. and cartoons yeah yeah we had a class together so right. Wait, we had one comics class. and cartoons class? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're teachers but we end up taking like because you have oh, yeah. electives yeah 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 comics and cartoons it sounded like an easy course yeah that class it was it me. oh i hated that course really? i enjoyed it though i almost failed it i don't know how i would what? think i was failing it, it was two semesters i think i was failing it the first semester and i got my shit together yeah second yeah yeah um i fucking hated that course oh my god so we did that and then we found out we were in canadian literature together right which is that was horrible yeah no that wasn't that was better than comics and cartoons i'll say that okay it was easier really i like i'm like more visual that's true i never like read a whole um because we have novels every week to read. This yeah. is so boring. I never English read. Majors. Yeah. <laughs> so we're English majors and then we both went into teacher's college on our own. Mm-hmm. Um, I never finished a novel, but I was able to complete the essays. Mm. Oh yeah, we never, I've, Only, I, mean, I never read. Yeah, it's like, because my motto through life is like, um, work smart don't work hard mm-hmm. so like everyone's working hard like reading these books and I'm just going online reading the summaries and like I know how to write <laughs> so yeah. I can like write my way it through. sounds like you read the whole thing right yeah <laughs> and it's like people who are um, film majors I would get better marks just because I know how to write mm. it's crazy how like English it helps you through life so much but there's no emphasis on it right like, mm. even in the school boards your, your English teachers don't actually know English like mm. they will take math teach they will hire math teachers but not English mm. but then get the math teachers to teach English wow. mm-hmm. just because it's not like they think English is just English yeah, yeah. the arts yeah. are valued mm. is what I'm finding I'm finding it's becoming more and more valued as of now mm. but even within uh, the school system Systems. It's math, uh, like basically for the most part, like STEM courses are valued, and then it'll just be like literacy tests, and then once that's done, it's that's done, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I see, I see. Yeah. So, do you feel like you know since you guys first connected, was it just like oh we're friends now, or was it like it took a while, like a few months or a few weeks before you guys actually connected? I connected? planned this up. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah break so, that down. Break that down. Um, we get this. We have um, the same humor, such and such, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But then she's so awkward and antisocial. Oh my so. god. It's true i was just like i'll say hi i don't get that vibe no you just met me i'm fake (laughs) i'm so fake 
<laughs> but also it's very it's very different um okay. it's like, that's what you said about me when i'm like i'm shy and he's yeah, like yeah i don't, I, I don't that. sense that i mean that wasn't my first impression at all i can be yeah. you know what it is it's especially i think it's different settings okay, um okay. school setting i'm like i don't want to talk to anybody i literally <laughs> come to class i'm like let me just do something especially for undergrad where it's like we're exhausted uh-huh uh, let me come in Let me just do something For like 10 seconds And then cut Go home right, Like right, not right. even I'm tired right? <laughs> So when somebody's Talking to me I'm more I'm very reluctant mm. It's so hard to get Through the class Without a friend though That's true mm. Mm. And yeah, then yeah. You, you You hear all these Perspectives that are Not of your own Because of your Different life experiences And like You dread hearing them Because mm. yeah. some of them Are great And some of them Are beautiful But some of them Are like very biased And you're just like How are you thinking this way mm. like, Yeah It's like Oh my god There's gun violence in toronto that stressed me out i hated hearing that mm. oh that's, yeah that's just like it's very it's very one-sided like you're very much living in like a, a very like a bubble uh, yeah like yeah. a tunnel vision almost yeah. like there's more that happens in the city people right. say crazy right. stuff about um our neighborhood oh, like yeah, they do um one girl was saying like oh my god you're from that area when i drove by i was so scared i was shaking i was putting my seatbelt on or like do you dodge bullets to get to work like just it's ignorance ex- exaggeration like you see my neighborhood like it's <laughs> there's certain areas that are worse than others but it's mm-hmm. just like um it's hard to get them to change their mind right, right. Mm. and like i thought about this and i spoke to friends about this debate it's like when you hear ignorance or bias do you try to like relieve them of that or like mm. try to get them to see it a different way mm. or do you think like this person's not going to be in my life like that so should i just not bother mm. and mm. like that's a constant struggle especially when race or like stereotypes are in play you know what i mean yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's also tiring like because i found that more when i was in teacher's college and then that's mm-hmm. where i was because growing up i've always been like all my friends are from if not my neighborhood or something that is similar to my neighborhood yeah so it's still very racialized it's still a lot of what happens in like even for jane finch a lot of what happens in jane finch will also happen on western road uh, we live like 15 minutes apart. yeah it's mm-hmm. it's all uh, the west end is the west end right mm-hmm. um especially when you're north um so it wasn't a, it's like a significant transition right but meeting people who are from a lot of times especially coming into our program a lot of people are from the suburbs or they're from a lot more affluent neighborhoods yeah so it's being introduced to a whole complete different mindset that Mm. i was like i didn't even realize those biases existed Mm. yeah i didn't even realize that these biases exist like you're not even prepared to to like Mm. deal with that it's just it just happens you're like oh wait now i have to process it's like now i have to process this person's ignorance right Right. i never had to deal with that before this is what you're saying yeah yeah. like i thought i had privilege when it coming in and then Mm. they told me i didn't and i was Mm. like what i didn't even know that Mm. yeah like yeah i keep saying like i've never been discriminated in my own community until I stepped outside of it. Mm -hmm. And then when I said that in teachers college, they're like, hmm, really? You've never been discriminated? Because they're like, I would discriminate you. Like, that's how I took it, right? Wow, that's that's wild. Like, (laughs) yeah. And it's crazy because even by like the look of our names, Mm. um, the more, I guess, non-minorities, like they'll get higher amount of grants and money back Mm. when they apply for it. And then like, we won't, right? And Mm. some of them live with their parents or some of them have money but it's, it's frustrating because like how do you break out of that how like 
if they're just judging based on you know your right. your criteria or your qualities right right no definitely i see what you're saying and, and i think it's interesting just from your your both of your perspective like in the teaching field of that experience even going through school yourselves and then also sort of seeing like in the education field in general sort of how the economics of like ethnicity are sort of playing out and how people are sort of being treated just based upon where they're from or where they're located mm-hmm. you know and i think that's that's something that people need to hear more of so for you guys like how do you how do you feel about that do you sense that there's like a lack of understanding about what it's like living here from from people outside of toronto or or is it something that you're not even worried about like you're just doing your own thing i used to get it from my cousins all the time i'm about to put mm. them on blast <laughs> uh, like one of my cousins she can get cheesed uh she's asking me like oh do you have this in canada i'm like yeah it'll be like it'll be like shit like a walmart i'm like yes and they mind blown like yeah, they're like it's, what it's like, like, <laughs> of course i have one like what are you I, talking about i do that to my my american friends ah, because okay. um <laughs> like anything that happens because i only have like two american friends and uh-huh. when they both do the same thing i think like all americans do <laughs> <laughs> so it's like do you listen to backstreet boys they're like no i'm like americans don't listen to backstreet boys uh-huh. and then like one was like um they are american and i'm like <laughs> like i don't know i feel like Toronto and New York is not that different so mm. as much as I would love I, I always um, wanted to move to the States for a bit just to fill it out but if I'm going to move to the States there's no point if I'm going to move to New York because mm. it's not that far from home it's not that different mm-hmm. from home go somewhere hot New York is just as cold like there's no like it's just yeah, it's winter I, what's the point I, I don't know which winters are worse but like we get ice storms like, I think, it's, I know, I think I, y'all winters is worse is honestly. it really I mean, it's the same bit, it's, it's, we're a little bit yeah. up north that's more, true right? yeah Lake Ontario and oh. like all that you know but I, but I feel like it gets real in New York as well but I think you guys probably you guys are still wearing like fancy coats and yeah, you don't have the luxury of right? it I think of New York as those <laughs> thick ass fucking North Face jackets yeah yeah that is that is what it is but yeah. like does your air ever get so cold that your face hurts oh my god I, the, just the way you said that I don't think it's that <laughs> you, cold you didn't identify with I, that just nah, the way you said nah, that nah nah it doesn't resonate with me nah <laughs> but, oh but I think yeah. it, it does it does get it does get cold it's just a different type of cold I think cause I like I was mm. telling you I'm, I was born in Buffalo so that's mm. not too, that's even closer so like I mm. sort of understand like Buffalo winters differently than New York winters I mm. think it's a little it's a cold that's a little sharper if that makes mm. any sense it's oh a little, okay it's some further north you can feel it you can feel it a little sharper than than in New York but but yeah yeah so so in regards to even living here you know even as friends like people who've known each other how long have you guys known each other how many years has it been five no uh, like seven has it been seven? Oh wow I don't know I'm not counting. it's been a long time though because it was Around underground seven. Yeah. underground no okay alright she means undergrad uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't speak English we met underground yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's been a long time okay yeah so so even like knowing each other for, for that long sort of even that experience is sort of seeing your, your friends who may be creatives or you know also doing their thing um, how is that sort of journey of sort of just like seeing the the creative scene in Toronto over the past seven years like I don't think it's sort of it's probably not the same today as it was a few years ago even like in terms of people being more you know open about their gifts and doing things so how's that transition been I feel like it's hard because everyone's like walk is different they're like Hmm. um their experiences are different Hmm. But the whole issue about being creative in Toronto is like eventually everyone wants to get 
move out of Toronto and mm. go to like LA or New York. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, mm. and um, that's why a lot of people like the weekend and his team, like Lamarck Taylor, they're building like um, like spaces where. Toronto creatives can actually thrive here so their whole slogan is like we don't have to leave Toronto to be mm-hmm. where we want to be mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and I also think like you you don't but um, it's that it's that like lack of knowledge of Toronto in general right mm-hmm. people always like like remember how you were saying everyone in like in New York feels like everything comes to them yeah, so, like the world comes to New York, so we don't have right. to travel outside of New York. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then for us, it's like the other way around, right, right? Right, right, right. People don't really go to Toronto unless it's like for, I don't know, like I think it's just like Bano, like Carabano, <laughs> and then like, like literally, or like recently for like when Ovi, like I think uh, people have recently only just start coming for Toronto, yeah, for like OVO when I don't even know if OVO is still happening, hmm. but and like Carabana is when I'll see like, like anything related to Drake or Drake yeah. advertised, like mm-hmm. that's people, that's what people come for, right, mm-hmm. right, and like the difference between creatives is like there's the older generation, which is like let's say 30 plus, mm-hmm. right, or like mid 30s plus, they don't really use social media not all of them but right. um they have a different outtake on social media because um we're as millennials ish we are in the um transition of no technology to technology mm. so um for us it's like i feel like everything is digital i feel like everyone relies on um social media to get their word out and sometimes that whole fad of like um or um, fetish of you know likes and follows and like getting into the scene there's like there's a negative stigma with the scene the scene with um, creative artists who um, do like social justice movements and there's also the scene who people who do events and parties right Mm -hmm. and like um, events and parties can also be social justice movement but it's like it's so hard because there's so many um, layers to it Mm. that it's hard to explain it as black and white I think it goes back to kind of what you were saying earlier I Mm -hmm. think uh, uh, it's so easy for us to see ourselves as not actually not see ourselves but compare ourselves to the states I think everything mm. we always consider everything happening in the states mm. which isn't isn't vice versa right because the states right. has an, its own identity mm. but we kind of I feel like we almost get lost in that right and mm. it's only been prior where everybody goes to the states and everybody wants to make it by going to the states mm-hmm. yeah I even see from you even saying that it's, it's interesting because I feel like being a New Yorker coming here i feel like there's so much value here there's so much value with what you know you both are doing and then also just just seeing just seeing what's happening well not even just saying like the the bigger names doing this or that i just feel like it's mm-hmm. it's the everyday people that are sort of like creating some of like the the most interesting things you know so i i really appreciate you know just seeing seeing how that's sort of developing and i think even through through the, the colors platform I'm, I'm sort of also just noticing you know just the the value that's being created here mm-hmm. you know um so so yeah i think there needs to be a certain level of like respect you know to what you guys are doing you know I feel like it's very easy and I I was telling Anna that before I think New York is sometimes you know it's like we have this center of the universe mentality like (laughs) everything comes to us you know or everything has to sort of go through our filter before it's Mm. actually cool because you guys are like (laughs) westernized like western culture American culture American is like a a trend right I feel like it embodies like the coolest and like just most the interesting the most interesting facet Mm. of American culture Mm. because 
because it's so diverse but it's also super american and then right. it has like even the history it's of so it. systematic too. yeah mm. and like when people ask um because i don't i'm not sure if it's um if the scene has changed or just we as our age group like for example as we were younger in high school no one worked out really mm. um all of this but now everyone's working out everyone has a social justice movement and it's like is that because it has changed or just because we have grown up Mm. I think it's also we're becoming more especially creatively is uh, or at least in terms of a creative scene I think Toronto or people who are part of that scene are becoming more confident in like representing Toronto right mm. it's becoming it's starting maybe it's always have been but it's becoming more and more its own identity right it's being mm. celebrated by us and I think it goes back to what you're saying with the development of like a house and a what's it called the launch pad and everything mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I think it's we're starting to identify that we need to represent represent ourselves and right. we need to we need to uh, be proud of ourselves right yeah yeah and recognize that there is something very special happening in toronto mm-hmm. i think that's more recent i don't know there's a lot of like gems and like people who are people who have such amazing like um spirit mm-hmm. in toronto but the thing is like gems you always have to find them yeah once you find people like that you can connect to it goes back to what you were saying with you and anna how you guys can connect uh, creatively mm-hmm. especially in terms of your interests and what you're both what your both your drives are i think it goes back to that like you just need mm. to find that mm. and it's just trying to find that like navigating how to find that yeah i find it's the uh, the most difficult thing yeah there's like a little bit of everything but mm-hmm. then you find those like um niche artists who has um a unique i feel like when you have a cause to your art or your movement mm-hmm. your work looks different yeah and the hard part is like finding um your own voice within toronto because a lot of um a lot of times it can look the same from a distance you know Mm. everyone's perspectives yeah for for me i think my base is a lot about education Mm. so when i try to like correlate it to the scene it doesn't really match at all times right right so that's Mm. why like i decided to like build my own platform as in like my platform would be colors right Mm -hmm. colors is just like um i guess the slogan is like um conversational intimacy and like cultural humor right Mm -hmm. it's just a space for because when i realized when i stepped outside of this neighborhood i'm like we don't have a safe space we we are immediately judged by what we say how we Mm -hmm. look and um someone who doesn't know us make up in their own mind who we are before we could even like defend ourselves kind right, of thing. right right mm-hmm. right so to have like even right now a safe space for people outside of toronto just people of color in general to express their um to celebrate each other you're helping people tap into their humanity you right know, i feel like that humanity sort of transcends the categories that we've sort of put on ourselves or the labels we put on ourselves like for me coming to toronto and like having a trip like this is it's important because you know i, I just want to learn you know i feel like that's that's sort of um one thing if anything that i could do is like i feel like i'm a guest and you know for me it's it's about learning and wanting to feel like i i can gain an understanding you mm-hmm. know and and if that's like one small bridge like you know that can lead to other things you know mm-hmm. i feel like you know what you guys are doing here is very special and and you guys can sort of have a sense that there's people in new york that support you you know or like you know <laughs> vice versa like there's people who are actually wanting to see you guys accomplish what you guys are you know doing like you know even that even just the power 
power of acknowledgement mm-hmm. you know like we can be in different cities or different places around the world but it, to, to know that like there's a community in Toronto that's supporting or acknowledging the creatives in New York and vice versa and then like there's this folks out in Amsterdam who are like yo I, I know these people in Toronto that are doing cool things like you know I want to support them and mm-hmm. whatever they're doing or if they were ever to travel to, to Europe you know I would want to connect with them you know I think you know now like with the world being so interconnected like we have the, the ability to actually like use these like platforms to actually like make meaningful connection versus just like likes and follows you know we can actually like like do something real with it you mm-hmm. know and like make these connections so that we can actually do real life things off the internet you know like like this <laughs> you know yeah. like this is yeah. exactly an, a perfect example of that so yeah a closing question for, for the both of you like there was something that you would like to see more of in, in, in Toronto and like what would you hope to see like the Toronto scene become okay this is yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready yeah, okay because <laughs> um, it's hard to not think of it coming back from an education platform right because right, a lot of right. and I, this goes back for Anna I think too um, is where we both focus on youth mentorship we both focus on advocating for youth especially youth coming from low income communities right so what I would personally want to see more and maybe it, it speaks more to what I would want to do is a focus more on community building because I think that's one of the main issues for at least Toronto for the creative scene and this is coming from an outside perspective because I'm not in it i really just see it from like kind of a kind of what, what is those, what are those saying like the glass window you see it from the glass i don't know why in the wall oh i've never heard that no, <laughs> i don't know what he's saying no no i never know what he's saying from but the outside looking them. in oh yeah yeah that mm. one that's this is getting poetic yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what i meant yeah, yeah yeah but coming from that perspective it feels like people are very much focused on their own success and i understand that and i get that but i've always been more interested in the collective mm. in community and like helping other people get to where they want to be community success yeah because it's like it doesn't matter if you do it on your own you do it on your own like Mm. money can only go so far Mm. yeah and it's not to say i don't want money um but it's (laughs) (laughs) i don't want money (laughs) i very much want money Uh but it's very much like you can't i've always been the mindset where i can't take that money to the grave Mm. so what's the point of it right Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. all about i've been more interested in local impact right and all of my favorite creatives in the city are creatives that focus on either giving back to the community or speaking from their own perspective, right? right like my favorites right. are like Mustafa the poet and then Yasin from then they're both from Regent Park, the photographer mm-hmm. and the poet. Mm-hmm. And they both uh, they both focus on giving back to the community and shedding light and destigmatizing their community. Right. And I think it always goes back for that because it's always I've always been like if I'm gonna do anything, I need to showcase something or give back somehow to kids. Right. 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 It's hard to disassociate it starts with them right it's hard to disassociate anything that i do creatively from my education background Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. because it's it's very like i didn't i still like i think teaching is one of the best jobs in the world Uh, i love working with kids i like there's so much fun so even if i were to do something from a different capacity i would need to still interact with kids right so i think that's what i would want to see more right right from toronto because it's very much like it feels very clout based Mm -hmm. right it feels very much like you do this for the sake of doing this or yeah it feels like people just want to be a creative because it looks cool and mm. yo it, it looks pretty sick right <laughs> it does especially when you have like those curated instagram pages uh, 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 but trust it, me it's not it like yeah like, like, like no because i'm i think it starts from education
question because if we break it down to like our psychological like the way we are now the way we are as adults if mm. you break it down to who we are now it depends it came from who we are as children mm-hmm. right and our perspective is just different because we come from education background mm. so like those who are like those who are looking to understand the scene the scene the root of the scene mm-hmm. It's very different. First of all, I really want to say thank you again because, like, I think this conversation is very important, you know, and I think we'll be even even look back on this conversation maybe like a few months or a year from now, you know, and we'll probably have done other things in the future, but I feel like this is sort of like the beginning, you know, so I appreciate the both of you, you know, I feel like this, you know, is going to be very helpful for, for my friends and people in, in, you know, my communities to sort of learn more about what's happening here. Um, so, so, yeah, if anything that I can do to sort of help and support, I'm here. You know, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. So, so thank you once again, the both of you guys. Thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah, I feel exactly. like I came out of nowhere. Thanks. <laughs> I for real came out of nowhere. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, this absolutely. is fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, we appreciate man. it. I appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. So this is Taj Alexander on the Open Canvas with my friends Anna and Hi, I'm Lol. <laughs> and we're out. Peace. Thanks. To find out more about the Open Canvas, hit up our website, theopencanvas.com. Also stay tuned to our Instagram at the Open Canvas. And for any questions or inquiries, hit up my email, Taj T-A-J, dot, opencanvas at gmail.com. This has been the Open Canvas, produced by Taj Alexander. <laughs>